Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're wrapping up our early ranks for 2021. We're going to do our top 15 tight ends today. See who we got here. And this is uh, probably the scarcest position out there, I would say. And so we have some good options, but I think the moral of the story at the end is going to be me and Jeff are going to tell you to wait on tight ends. All right. I think we can come to that conclusion before we start. Wait on tight ends. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, <laughs> I think there'll be moments at a lull in the middle of the draft where you can go out and get one, but I probably wouldn't grab a guy that I, high. I'm seeing Travis Kelsey like end of first round in some things, and if, it's just a little. If you do have special roles around tight end, tra- Travis Kelsey would be someone that would give you a foot up big on advantage. the competition. But yep. after that, I don't think that there's a big enough reason to go yep. high in, on tight end. And I also don't want to get one on in like the first two rounds, so I'm not going to go with that strategy. So before we get into tight ends, I had a listener kind of, not really question, but comment kind of a thing. So I wanted to see what you think about this too, based on our rankings episodes we've done. Sure. Um, from uh, David Lawrence, one of our good, loyal, longtime listeners. He said, this is just, you know, we've talked about Jameis and how we like Jameis and all <laughs> yep. that stuff. But he just says, would Sean Payton pay a trick play specialist type player $140 million over four years? He says, I know the guarantees are very minimal, but still, why give out that kind of contract to Taysom Hill if he isn't going to play a lot? Even if he does not start, he's going to be on the field. That has to affect Kamara and Thomas overall this season. He says, Winston's deal is one year up to $12.5 million. Says, you know, it's a tough situation to predict, and Peyton is unpredictable. But the contracts here tell a huge story, in my opinion. What do you think? I mean, I think he's correct. I mean, you know, I mean, that, that's why we, and I don't hear a lot of other people talk about it, but that is why we're much lower on Kamara than we were last mm-hmm. year or years before. That's the biggest one that yep. it does affect. And Jameis and, uh, you know, Taysom, the they're going very low. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's hard to predict, but we keep going back, or at least from me, I don't know if his question mm-hmm. kind of goes towards, uh, you know, which one should we grab if we're mm-hmm. grabbing one of those quarterbacks late, is Taysom can be on the field without being quarterback. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would mean Jameis is the quarterback. And I do think right now he has the better arm. And if you do have a player like Thomas, who can be dominant wide mm-hmm. receiver, then I think he is the best guy to at least start the year and then go from there. But, yeah, it's very difficult to know, and that's why, I'm, you know, every single one of those players has dropped on my list where mm-hmm. Thomas would normally be a top three wide receiver. Now he is, you know, barely making top ten. Uh, Kamara would be po- – he Pot, could possibly – he could be number one, honestly. Yeah, truly, yeah. Uh, but he's – yeah, I think he's tenth for me now. So I think he's 100% correct. And, yeah. and as far as the contracts, I'm as confused about them as you are. Yeah. I think they need to have a – uh, a legitimate quarter. I, sh- I shouldn't say legitimate because I think Taysom Hill could be legitimate, but they need a stereotypical quarterback in, in on their roster in order to make sure that they're covered because we did see him run a lot. Taysom Hill, that is run a lot and do some good stuff, but I have not seen him be able to dominate a game throwing the mm-hmm. ball. And right now it's very hard to, to, be a contender if you can't throw the ball well. So yeah, that's kind of that's the well, end point where I go to. Yeah, and the Jameis thing is I, I still love that potential upside. But that's why I love it. I guess that's what I'm so excited about getting Jameis is because there's this hesitation. Because of Taysom Hill, you can get Jameis for nothing. 
just nothing. And what if he is just actually the starter and he kind of figured something out? First you know, of all, he like, doesn't, and that's the thing too. He doesn't have to have figured anything out. He could still be the <laughs> same old Jameis. Yeah, true. If they just let him start, he's going to put up a buttload of fantasy points, and they'll go true. like they'll win like ten games. Yeah, and he'll throw like twenty five interceptions still, and that'll be him figuring. But it out. But what if he has goal. figured it out and he only throws like ten or fifteen? Well, first of all, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he will. That'd be great. If he did, that's going to be dangerous because someone who can throw the ball like he can yeah. or has no, 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 he does not worry about the well-being of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you could get him to throw <clears throat> half of the interceptions, which I don't, for his, that wouldn't be that, you know, that 15. crazy. That's yeah. one a game, It's not basically. that crazy, yeah. So that would be a huge thing. And he, you know, he can throw. 5,000 yep. yards with 30 touchdowns. So he could be a huge asset. Oh, shoot. We forget there's one extra game this year. They're really going to get up in those yardages. Yeah. Touchdowns. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. And that's, that's why we, we do yeah. worry about you Maybe wait on him. Both of them. You wait on him. But no, that, though, all those points are completely valid. And that's, I think we have that adjusted into our ranks at this point. Yeah. You know? 100%. I think that's a very good. Yep. He's, he's thinking about it correctly. Yep. All right. Tight end talk. Let's jump into this. No surprise. Number one, Travis Kelsey. There's really no debate this year. Last year, there could have been a little with Kittle. He had the injury. Just not even. Ju- it's not really 100% just the injury for Kittle. It's Garoppolo isn't. He didn't progress. He's not. I don't think he's very good. To is be he going to be a rookie quarterback? Yeah, is he going to be Trey Lance? And that's why it, there's no debate here. It's Travis yeah. Kelsey number one easily. Not even. I don't think there's hesitation. No, no. Most people. So Travis Kelsey number one. If you want to go tight end, you're going to have to get him second round at the absolute. If you want him, that's the latest you can get him is the second round. I'm just not going to do it. I, and I'm just not. He, I'm not going to either. But he is the only guaranteed guy. He is. Oh, 100. I think that I think he's the only guarantee yeah. on this list. So, but Kelsey number one, simple. Yeah. Number two is Travis or is George Kittle for both of us. They're, Again, talent all day for him. Yeah, I take the talent, the upside over it. But I'll be honest for and depending on how number there's two guys that I think you could make an argument for now, and that's how how big of a gap that Kelsey put in between himself, him and Kittle overdoing like the last two years. But Kittle is incredibly good. He does have the huge upside. We have seen him score touchdowns and, Mm -hmm. and and make up yardage. It does feel like they added more wide receivers. So maybe that will affect it. They're still a run first team. So yeah, he's wonderful, but uh, those are the things working against him, but he should be a huge part of the San Francisco offense, no matter who the quarterback is, no matter, you know, who they're playing game to game in. And then uh, number three, Darren Waller. Okay, he's he is the other one that I think you could actually make a compelling argument why you would take him over Kittle, because he is guaranteed the yes. amount of targets he's going to get. He has been a beast the last two years. I I could I would be okay with anybody putting him number two. He had 145 targets last year, caught 107 of those for 1196 yards and nine touchdowns. What's what's going to change? Yeah, but it, what what nothing's changed. It's not going to change. He's going to get that. He's going to get 140 targets again. I really feel like. I mean, honestly, they lost Nelson Aguilar. I was going to say, you like, actually might get more. Yeah, like he's not – this isn't going down. Yeah, okay, he, he won't yeah. get more because that number yeah. would be ridiculous. But it's just but not going to – it's going to be – it's going to be 130 minimum. Yeah, I, I mean, like. tell me the other wide receivers that you're you're going to. They don't have a a, a go-to guy that's going to eat up a bunch of receptions. So it, it is Waller. I mean, Waller is a huge gap between the next wide receiver last year that had reception – or targets, I'll say. I mean, because – I mean, the other receivers are still – it's Henry Ruggs. It's Brian Edwards. It's Hunter Renfro. They got uh, Willie Sneed, John Brown now, but you know, no, it's it's Darren yeah. Waller all day. Yeah, that you know what? 
Man, shoot, I might be talking myself into a number yeah, two ranking for Darren Waller. I, I actually, to be honest with I you. looked into it, but before Kill got hurt, yeah, his number is so good. We yeah, can't his upside is huge. Yeah, so, these, these are three good options. Like, yeah, Kittle and Waller are very good options. I'm, they I'm, are. I'm completely cool with that. All right, let's go to number four. This is gonna be Mark Andrews is number four for us this time. I think we both. Let's see here. I think we might have the same one so far. Um, yeah, I just lost my list. We both had him number four. Yeah, last year wasn't as good. I don't. You know, just overall for the Ravens' passing game, and that, the thing he's not getting those targets, he's not getting the yardage the same way that those other guys are getting. You have to rely more on touchdowns for for Mark Andrews, really. And I'm, you know what? I didn't feel terribly comfortable with this four this fourth ranking, but there just isn't. I didn't have a player to put over him yet. Hmm. I think there's a couple that I'm very. Interested in getting up here. I probably have the next, probably our next three guys on the list, honestly. I don't think I'm going to get Mark Andrews, to be honest, where he's going to go in the drafts. I just don't. I, I probably won't either, but he is. In, I think he's incredibly safe. I do have a number four. He was, he, he was the fourth best tight end last year. Yeah. And if you look at his numbers, I know that they weren't as good as the year before, but it really wasn't a drastic difference. And, and that True. is yeah. very intriguing to me because I do think that Lamar is going to be better than he was last year. I think they're going to pass a little bit more. But his targets went down by 10. He played one less game than he did in 2019. True. He only had 150 less yards and three less touchdowns. So, I mean, that obviously is huge in the tight end realm. But you could he could easily catch touch 10 touchdowns again. That, that's not out of the realm of possibility. And, and honestly, if they start throwing more and more, I mean, I don't know. Like two years ago, if you were like from 850, could he make it to 1,000 yards? I would have said absolutely. So I'm not completely off that wagon yet. The The biggest thing is he had 58 receptions. He only had 88 uh, targets. So, you know, that's the gap between like him and Waller who had 140 yep. and we don't see that going away. So, yep. so yeah, I say those top three were our safe options. Obviously, Mark Andrews, I, like you said, he's probably floor is probably there. He's probably fine. After this, it's kind of a guessing game, to be honest with you. And you could put a lot of guys wherever you want to put them at this point in this is why you start drafting on upside, I think, a lot here. Yeah, you're you know, about to find out in the next couple. <laughs> so number five is uh, TJ Hawkinson for us. He's your sixth, my fifth. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson, he did improve from year one to year two. Got up to 101 targets last year, 67 catches. You know, God, I think we've talked about this over the years of like the typical tight end numbers. Look at this. 67 catches, 723 yards. How many touchdowns do you think he had? I'm looking at it, so, so I don't six. know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the typical, you know, it's always like 60, 606. It's like, I swear, the normal. So he's slightly above it, barely. But I, mean, I like the way he was going. Here it is. New offense, new quarterback. It's hard. Like, you can't just say, oh, yeah, it's just going to keep going. Look at what they've been doing. I think they will, though. I mean, he obviously was a top 10 pick in the draft. He's extremely talented. He's been showing that. I think it's just going to improve. And it's not just that. There's less guys to throw the ball to there. It's, it's what, Brashad Perriman, it's Tyrell Williams. This could be a, a Raiders situation. You know, same thing with Waller where Hawkinson becomes the guy. It could very well be, turn into that. That last point is why I, I do still believe in him. I, I love the fact that he got 101 targets and he stayed healthy all, all last year. Yep. That is great. I, I do worry about downgrading to Goff a little bit. He's never really used his tight ends all that much. Um, obviously, it's not all to him, his scheme and whatnot. We got to find out what that is. It does feel like Hawkinson would fit uh, Dan Campbell's 
like stereotypical he, player he would want. You would so, think, yeah, right. You know, I I would have to believe that he's going to be very good. Why I have him ranked six, but there's a lot of unknowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like the numbers that you see already. I mean, it's it's we talked about Mark Andrews. That's not that far off of what Mark no, Andrews loves. It's, it's, it's truly not, and that's that's pretty solid numbers for year two, and that's you can see the improvement happening. I yeah. I'm big on Hawkinson. I don't know where he's going to fall in these drafts yet. Like we, we'll have to start doing some mocks and really get a feel for where these guys are going. I don't know tight end wise where I say I'm not going to get these top guys, but maybe I start to get guys at this level if they're going at a certain point. I think I think I do, honestly. This is probably the level I first start looking at. I honestly think Andrews, Hawkinson, and the next guy we're going to talk about will probably be the, the middle round guys. Kelsey will be like second, and then Kittle Waller, someone will stretch and get in like the third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, it's just a, you know, a shit show. So I think, trying we, to I think out. we have two more guys. And after that, it's real up in the air. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. Okay. I wasn't is, sure where. Yeah. You would so, rank. I, so, so far, I would say the top three were a tier. I'd almost put Andrews on his own tier in a way. I, see, I, I would put Kelsey in his own. Okay. Kelsey in his own. Yeah. Kittle and Waller. Yeah. Probably Andrews even kind of to himself in a way. He's like this. Not full tier. It's almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I, like I could, little... I, could put, I could put Andrews and Hawkinson together. And then I have, oh, honestly, yeah. these like these next couple guys together. So number six is actually Kyle Pitts is yeah. number six. He's your fifth. He's my seventh. But it's not much difference. It's still, you know, we're similar. It, and the biggest one I already know, because we've talked about this before, and I was kind of like, hey, tight ends need a, a while. Like, I'm a big Dude. proponent of that, right? But after getting rid of Julio, I'm kind of like, there's so many targets up in the air. And they he's spend a, so much draft capital on him. I'm like, okay. He's like, a special prospect, well, too. It's I don't not think the, he has to develop as a tight end. I think they're just using him as a big wide receiver. And that's kind of where I'm like, no, I think even this yes. year he's going to do fine. He's Yeah, it's not going to be the typical tight end. He's going to get targets all day. So my I, I don't like have any hesitation, honestly, because I don't think you're going to have to go overpay to get pits. I really, truly don't in regular redraft. I, I think you'll be fine. This is Tarver. We don't really know. Think he's gonna have a good opportunity. Yeah, S- simple as that. Number seven, Dallas Goddard. My sixth, your seventh. This is another kind of si- same simple situation as some of these other players where I don't know where all the targets are gonna go. And I think Goddard, Goddard though, this is gonna be year four. We've seen the improvement from him. Last year he missed five games, so his numbers are gonna be off compared to the second year. But we've seen what he was starting to do with Ertz there. Ertz, yes, officially still in the team. I, for some reason, can't. I just don't feel like Zach Ertz is going to be playing with the Eagles this year. It just seems very unlikely. And even if he was, I think Goddard's the number one. But I, I just don't see Ertz there. I think this is one of those training camp cuts or trades. Just I don't see. It's, I don't think it's going to happen. I agree. And Goddard is. Uh, he did not live up to what I was hoping he was going to do last year. But he's one of my favorite guys nope. in here because I think you can get him at such a discount because people just, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, they don't believe in him. Yeah. He's uberly uh, talented. And once again, it kind of goes into that. I know that they have some wide receivers that didn't really get to play a lot. But uh, I think that actually hurt him last year because they had no one else. So it's kind of like, well, you just, you know, jam up the middle and, and drape all over Ertz and, and Goddard. And then you they don't have a passing game. Um, the only thing that worries me a little bit is we don't really know what Hurst is capable of, right? Is he going to be a capable thrower? We know he can kind of do a little yeah. bit of everything. He was fun to watch for fantasy. What is that going to translate here? I'm not exactly sure. But if he stays healthy, this guy is going to be a great pick no matter what because he he's phenomenally talented. I, yeah, I don't know seriously where the targets are going to go, though. Devontae Smith, obviously. Yeah. Devontae Smith becomes interesting well, because of – where yes. Well, Devontae Smith and Rager, right? Because but he was Rager. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm but he just, was hurt a lot of last year. Yeah, I, I'm we'll not see. a big fan of him. But if you're, he's the number two now. I was. I'm just. 
I didn't see much from him. So we'll see. Maybe maybe it's there though. We'll find out. And yeah. Travis Fulgham did well, but he's just he's not a he's yeah, yeah. He's you know, yeah. Speaking of Dallas Goddard, though, we just picked him in the Scott Fish Bowl. Sweet. That's awesome. So he's our number one oh, tight yeah. end in the league. I feel good about it. Yeah. There we go. Scott Fish Bowl, sure. I, I like the way we're going in that. Get Goddard there. But there we go. That's our top seven. It was, again, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, Andrews, Hawkinson, Pitts, Goddard. If we go look at um, yeah, consensus, it's Kelsey. Waller is number two in consensus now. Really? Yeah, so I'm very happy wow. PR. So it's Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Hawkinson, Andrews. Okay, I'm good with that, too. Pitts got her. So okay. kind yeah. of we're kind of um right there. Number eight. I think this is where we start to differ a little bit. Not not a lot from consensus, but a little bit. Mike Kaseki, number eight for us. Funny thing is he's ninth for you and tenth for me, just the way it fell. Okay. This is where I like <laughs> the talent. I like the player. I'm not I don't know hundred percent what two is gonna do. And there's a there's a lot of guys I think to throw the ball around to there. They just picked up, you know, they have Waddle. Now they have what? Still got Devontae Parker, Will Fuller. There's people to throw the ball to. This is where Gasecki in a different situation where he doesn't have the same amount of competition for targets, probably much higher for me because I think the talent is there. But, I mean, it's, oh, that's not even – it's Waddle, it's Fuller, it's Parker, it's Preston Williams. You know, Lynn, Lynn Bowden Jr., I kind of find that guy interesting too. But I'll <laughs> throw the reformed quarterback. I, I kind of, in a weird way, I find him interesting if you had a better situation to do it. There is a lot of guys to throw the ball to here, and that is my only issue with Gasecki because I love the talent. And I guess Tua, too. We still got to see what he is. Yeah, I don't, but I don't I, but really I don't, trust Tua. But, but I say I don't trust him, but I, why I don't, it's not like I trust Hurts more. You no, know, no, but it's, there's more tar, there's more opportunity probably. Yeah, you're, you're hoping uh, you do one. Yeah, I, I don't exactly yeah. know, but I, I, I do know that he does have a lot of upside, um, and it's the fourth year. Hopefully, he's coming into his own. And last year, I mean, he was the sixth best tight end overall. Like, you forget that he was actually quietly okay. He was. And, yeah. uh, you know, 700 yards with six touchdowns as a tight end will will get you there. You'll did be he just get, fine. He, he got 706. What did he get last year? 703. Oh, three. So, you add those three more touchdowns, and he's good. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh. 703 yards, six oh, touchdowns. Six touchdowns. I mean, God, why does every tight end do that? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like it gets all jumbled up here, and that's why you're also saying I would rather take upside, which is also why, like, Hawkinson and Pitts kind of went yeah. over him, Goddard. Yep. And then you take someone like this, which would be just fine. If you, you know I mean, if you wait on him and you miss out on those other guys, you can still get a guy that will perform fine for you. And he does have the upside because he's incredibly athletic, and that is kind of an up-and-coming roster that they do have a lot of guys you're going to have to guard. Yep. It might actually benefit him more to have a lot of, you know, a lot of playmakers on the outsides where maybe it frees him up a little more. All right. Number nine is going to be Noah Fant, your 10th, my ninth. Another guy where I love the talent, but I don't love the quarterback, and there's other guys to throw the ball to. And so it's a similar for Gasecki here. So there's Cortland Sutton, there's Jerry Judy ahead of him, even Tim Patrick can catch a ball, KJ Hamler's around. So there's other guys to throw the ball to in Denver as well, and we just don't know what Drew Locke is. But I'm not going to hold that against him too much. But again, love the talent, don't really know. Last year, 62 catches for 673 yards. Just the typical tight end line again. <laughs> and that's in year two. It, it, you know, it's pretty solid. He had only three touchdowns. You add some more touchdowns, he's there. Again, lo- like the player, I just don't like the situation right now. So that's pretty much why Noah Fant falls there. But this is another one of these upside picks. Yeah, he is. He's a talented guy. He he worries me a little more. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I do like his upside, but I do think there there's other guys that are safer than him. 
Uh, and it really has more to do with the, the quarterback situation. As much as I want to see Locke succeed, if if it's, if it's, it's him just, and Bridgewater, it, doesn't it like just happened. doesn't feel like it, it. there's a whole lot of upside. All right, number 10 was actually both of our number 11 players, but it's Irv Smith Jr. Okay. Comes in top 10, and this is a big-time potential pick for us. This is where we really start just liking the player and thinking the situation could be pretty decent for him. So, obviously, with the Vikings, Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback. Perfectly fine. You got Justin Jefferson. You got Adam Thielen. But there's no more Kyle Rudolph to, you know, take away targets from Irv Smith. Going into year three, I think that it's going to happen. I think he's going to get that jump, but we don't know. This is a complete guessing game. His first two years, very similar each year. 36 catches and 30 catches, 311 and 365. He did play only three last games last year. Had more touchdowns. I love getting Irv Smith late in drafts because I think the potential is there big time. And he's still young. What He's 22 today. He's going to be 23, not till August. He's a young player. Pretty good offense. Good passing offense. Good just overall offense. And he, I think it's a good situation. He's an uber-athletic tight end. That kind of yeah. reminds me of like a John R. Smith kind of deal. And what I do love about it, too, is even though he wasn't kind of a mainstay of the offense last year, he did manage to get into the end zone five times. I think the touchdown upside alone on him, like oh, when yeah. you get to this part, makes him worth it because he missed, three, he missed three games too. So you have six, seven touchdowns. Even if the yardage isn't quite there yet, um, you'll be fine. So I, I, but I do believe that it, I don't know. I, I feel like he should, this couldn't, this could be a meteoric rise. Like if there's one guy that I think can yep. just break out of nowhere, it's going to be Irv Smith. Um, 100%. I, I just really love the talent probably more than any other player that I've, I've talked about. And you don't have to spend much to get him. No, they should I mean, spend nothing, pretty much. All right. Number 11 is going to be – this is our biggest um, – our second biggest difference in player. It's going to be Robert Tanyan from the Packers. He's my eighth. Oh, I buried him. You're, you're 14th. <laughs> and so, I don't know. Are you still hesitant on Rodgers, possibly? I am I can officially not anymore. I'm, I'm just yeah, done worrying mean, about it. That was that was maybe a smallest part, but I'll be honest. After, just, after looking at the numbers, I just – I mean, very, okay, very few times, too. Um, Aaron Rodgers throws a lot of touchdowns. There's no doubt about it. And they didn't necessarily go out and get him a whole lot more of, a whole lot more help. But he had 11 touchdowns last year. I, I just don't feel like that yeah, has any possibility of happening again. It's hard to sustain that. I get it. And he disappeared. Like, he did it in a very, like, you know, yep. in a, a short amount of time. He was amazing. And then he completely fell off. So I, I just – I don't have a lot of faith in him, a lot of trust. I would almost rather have a different – I, I, that's why I put him at 14. I just I don't well, believe in the guy it's repeating a, that. It's a lot of it was touchdowns. I know it's a lot of touchdowns. I for some I'm just there to think it's going to increase and you'll see more overall targets. Touchdowns were the first part of it. He never had more than seven targets in a single game last year, and then he had a, one game with six, and after that it was five or under every time. He only had 59 targets for the entire year. Yeah, caught 52 of those 59 targets. Pretty well, reliable there. I think there's going to be an increase. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. They only added Amari Rodgers. That was it. They still have Adams. That's it's, it's Devontae Adams and it's Alan Lazard and St. Brown and Valdez Scantling, the same old group again. So I think those those uh, red zone targets are still going to be there. Yeah, I mean, no, I, that's, I, I can't really argue with that. That's fine. I don't think anyone knows yet. It's just been such a – what a huge last year. And it just shows you too, like, he had 11 touchdowns. And, and touchdowns in the tight end will really boo you, it'll boost, boost you up. He was the third best tight end last year because of those. He only had 586 yards. So, yep. 
<laughs> you know that you know if he has another one then egg on my face but i don't know from watching last year a bunch of his games i'm just <laughs> I, I just was kind of like oh good he got in the end zone but I, there was nothing yeah. else there but hey t- touchdowns are a yep. huge part of that all right so here we go number 12 this is where our biggest difference lies completely it's logan thomas yeah your eighth my 16th Okay, so we flip flopped on the Tanyan and Logan Thomas. And why why do you why do you not believe him at all? I think last year is gonna be by far his peak season of his career. He did it at age twenty nine. It took a long time to get there. Well, he was a he was a converted quarterback. True, but he played tight end for years. It's not like he just started playing tight end. He's been there. Right, but how many times did we say it takes him like three years? True, like, but this is probably like his fourth year in <laughs> tight end and he didn't play it in college. So I know. But I, I, get, I get where you're coming from, but it was he had 110 targets last year. He I'm did. not saying he's going to get that again. Because, I don't think he's going to. Yeah, because first of all, you have a different quarterback, right? You have Fitz now. You do have some really talented wide receivers. I can totally understand like taking like taking the gas off of the, you know what I mean? I just think that team last year just, I mean, there really wasn't a lot to throw the ball to. It was just a bad passing offense for the most part. I, I just think it's not going to be there this year. I, no, and I, I, I get that. I really like what I saw from him last year. I think he is going to be a cog in the machine. And I do think that he will put up very similar numbers to what he did last year, which I, I don't think the targets will quite be there, but I do think, you know, he could get 700 yards and six touchdowns and I don't think he would be breaking sweat. Just the typical tight end numbers, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know his numbers last year? 72 catches woo, for 670 yards and six touchdowns. Typical. They're all the same. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're all the same at this level. They doesn't yeah, matter. And he was and with that he was the seventh best yeah. tight end. Just the typical and yeah, he's, all the numbers he's a, are. He's an athletic same. guy. I, I enjoyed watching him play. I think there's more there. All right. So here we go with some this is an interesting one. I really don't know what to think. It's Jonu Smith, thirteenth. He's your twelfth, my thirteenth. Now with the Patriots, but he also has Hunter Henry there. I have a hard time with it. Oh no, he was my twelfth. Never mind. He was my twelfth. So both of our twelve. Both of our twelve. Yeah, both of our twelve. I don't know what this offense is going to be. No, I don't know what they're going to do. Here's and this is an interesting one because mm-hmm. uh, Hunter Henry, uh, I had to come into play when you were thinking about he where did. to put him, right? Yeah. So we both obviously like Johnu better than mm-hmm. we like Hunter. Mm-hmm. So why do you? Why would you rather have Smith than Henry? I, I think the Hunter Henry still the injury stuff is still in my mind. It happens so often that I just can't be that confident in him, which we nice thing is you don't have to be Hunter Henry actually interests me quite a bit. I had him actually ranked 12th and 13th. Okay. Um, I, I like both of these players. I just don't know what this situation is going to be. What, how are they going to use this? It's going to be the Gronk Hernandez thing from, you know, back in the day. Like, I don't know how they're going to use this, but you could be getting a steal at one, either one of these guys. And I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know which one is going to be the the reason I you're kind of hedging your bet, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. It's just it's it's interesting. I just don't know what I kind of I kind of like it because they don't really have any wide receivers on that team. I, I think that having two tight ends of this caliber we, could be really good for Cam, whoever ends up being the quarterback mm-hmm. uh, throughout the year. I like Janu a little more because I do think that he's a little more of a Swiss Army knife than Hunter Henry. I think Hunter Henry is a pure tight end. Like he would have a hard time other places. I think you can move Janu around, so I think that yeah. he'll be able to get the ball more, and that's why I like him better comparatively. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think is I, I agree with you. I think he could be a steal. Hunter Henry could be too. I don't know. It. I would honestly kind of prefer it more if uh, if Cam wasn't the quarterback. True. I, I'm I'm with you there. Um, fantasy pros were actually higher than fantasy pros consensus on them. 
with in the consensus, Jonah was fifteenth and Henry sixteenth. So hmm. they're just going to be by each other in these ranks the whole time. I I think there could be more there. Like if one of the if if the situation plays out correctly for one of them, you could have a steal, and oh. that's where I'm. That's what I'm thinking here. And it's it's a it's free. Pick. It's, it's literally it's a free pick. Yeah, you're not going to have to what in an auction. Maybe you might pay two dollars if somebody else bids him and you want. Like there's you're not spending anything on this guy yeah. on these guys, no. and they're going to be at the back end of drafts. So that's Jonu at thirteenth. Um, 14th, before we get to Hunter Henry, is uh, Tyler Higby. Your 13th, my 15th. I just really don't like Tyler Higby, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not over the moon, but I felt like he should be here. I think, uh, and we assume Stafford, I mean, he had a good report with Hawkinson. You saw what the numbers yeah. he put up. Um, he, you know, I, I believe that they're going to throw a little more than they did with, with Goff. Yeah. Gerald Everett's not there anymore, right? So he's the only tight end in town, kind of. Yeah. So with all putting that, you know, into it, you're like, yeah, hey, yeah, okay, he should be a, he should be okay. And that's where I'm kind of at. There is nobody else there. I, I mean, that Tyler Higby hype last year was just out of control. Yeah, it, I bought just, into it a little bit, and it kind of pissed I, me off. I did not. If you go back, look through our episodes, and then me and Jeff did it. Do a, we talked about that, and I was right. Yeah. If you go to YouTube.com/slash Fantasy Football Profit, you can see the video where I told him, "Do not draft yeah. Hawk Higby." Thank God I didn't have him overly high, but I I, I did have him in my top ten. I Actually, don't watch that video because I hyped Hayden Hurst. <laughs> oh, that's right. We both we both were. I I did not like Hurst, and we were both wrong. That's hilarious. We, were we just, should just be pessimistic every time. We're just dead wrong on that. Oh well, that's it, hilarious. It happens. It was a again a back. You didn't have to do anything to get those players. So all right, Higby fourteenth. See what happens. Fifteenth is Hunter Henry. He was your sixteenth, my thirteenth. So just yeah, same thing. Yeah. Just you know. Um, interesting situation. Big but. fan of Hunter Henry. He never was able to put it together. Well, he does have injury concerns. He's always been banged up. Yep. Um, but, okay, so, so I'll say, so the guy we didn't end up, that didn't make our top 15, that's in the consensus top 15, is Evan Ingram. Yeah. I just don't. He was my number 15. Yeah, I, I do I do like him, but what what do you, I just don't know what to expect. No, he, I don't. First of all, if you're talking about Hunter Henry having injury concerns, yeah. so does this guy. And you also have Daniel Jones. You have Saquon coming back, who should eat up a ton of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it if he came came back and was dominant, but we haven't seen that version of so, him in, in years now. So last year, his his numbers for a tight end initial look are probably fine. 109 targets, 63 catches, 654 yards, just typical, mm-hmm. but only one touchdown. There you go. Give him five more touchdowns, get to that magic six number, and he's all of a sudden way up there, right? Right. But I don't know if it's there. And I just not know. You know, funny thing is that first year, his rookie year, where he really like showed something we thought it was sixty four for seven twenty two and six touchdowns. That's all it was. Yeah, but yeah, and and he did. I mean, he finally played a full season last year. He started fourteen. He he was actually healthy for sixteen games, but he only played what? And he was available for eight the year before, eleven the year before, fifteen the year before. Um, and the fact that he he his yardage was fine. The fact that he had one hundred nine targets and he only could turn it into one touchdown. Really, wor- mm-hmm. it says more about Daniel Jones on the offense. Yeah, and, and I don't know if that's any better. I don't either. So that's why he's there. The other guy you could talk about is Gronk. Um, I just, I think, I don't think the oh, large amount of targets is, are going to be there for Gronk. I don't think they want to use him like that early on. I think Gronk's more of a guy. I feel like they're just going to kind of red zone. He's going to get some touchdowns. He could yep. get bo- you know boosted by just the touchdowns. But I think they just want Gronk for the playoff run. To be honest with you, yeah, like they're he's- not going to overuse him. Yeah, they're there to win. They have so many people. So yeah. even though I do think that he definitely shook off the rust and he looked yeah. really good down the stretch of last year, I don't think that you're going to see anyone force feed him the ball. No. But, you know, when we talk about waiting on tight end, I mean, we're talking about Gronk is 
17 on 17 yeah. on mine 17, 17 people down and if i got him i wouldn't be that upset about it mm-hmm. i'd be like okay i can put him in and he has a good yeah. shot at catching a touchdown and if, if heaven forbid they get back into that groove and mm-hmm. he's going to be playing so he's going to go for it he could turn into a, a you know a top 10 tight end like uh you know I, I would not be that surprised if he ended up the eighth best tight end and you got him for nothing and he, if he got there because of double digit touchdowns probably and I, I he could get 10 touchdowns wouldn't shock me no exactly so you're, this is why i'm not worried about yeah. tight end even though i would love to have one of the top three yeah. top I five think there's great. guys in here you can use yeah, you can plug, it, plug and play different guys it's kind of why i'm gonna wait and the other the only other guy where did you have like the the second year guys like adam troutman and cole Kmet. um yeah so i should pull up my ranks here for them so, i actually those are both interesting players to me but I think they're both top twenty currently. Let me find my rank here. Say, they're my so Cole Komet is eighteen eight, and nineteen. So yeah, Cole Komet's eighteen and um, Troutman's twenty. Okay, yeah. So, so I have Troutman above him. I, he 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 interests me because well, that offense too. If Jameis yeah. figures it out, like we said, Troutman could be very interesting right. to me. So those guys are kind of interesting too. I think it's a little early for them. They, yeah. they you know you're not jumping them over anyone, but you know when you're in a deeper league or something of that nature, yep. those are the kind of the guys with upside I would start looking at after the after these guys are gone. Yep, definitely. There's other guys that I'm not going to even ever draft, like Austin Hooper, not getting him. Jerry yeah. Cook, not getting him. Eric Ebron, never, 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 never again. Never, never once. He sucks. So that's it. <laughs> there we go. Tight end talk. So there we go. Those are all of our early ranks. We'll probably do a little bit. We'll revamp some rankings episodes and do them a little different. You know, when we get into August, which geez, we're it's going to be here before you know it. Fantasy is coming up very quick. So we're going to start next week. I think with some overvalued, undervalued, start getting to some lists and find, you know, where the value is in these drafts, which are definitely there. But speaking of the value one, if, if there's one guy, I always feel like I always add one thing at the end. Yeah. But if there's one guy on this list, we talked about a lot. And the biggest thing yeah. to take away is like, hey, there's a ton of guys that were all in the same. You know, they're separated yeah. by a few points. If there's one guy that you're kind of like through, you know, through August, when we start hearing more news, who's mm-hmm. the one guy that from that news alone or just seeing him catch the ball or something like that, that you could really move up in your list? I don't know if he could move up from where I have him necessarily, but the one I want to see, I guess that preseason talk is going to interest me the most is honestly Irv Smith Jr. Because I want to see how he's actually being used. Are they like, is he becoming, is his role increasing? The problem is I don't, he could move up a couple spots. I I'd probably only move him up to like eight, honestly, at the highest level. Irv Smith is one where it'd be very interesting. And honestly, Robert Tanyan, um, if, if the problem is, I don't know when Rodgers I, – I truly believe Rodgers is going to be on the Packers. I just don't – they'd be stupid to trade him, honestly. Because what's he going to do? He's – I've been thinking this out. The Packers aren't going to get anything near value for him, right? No matter what. It is how, – how can you? I, how I can you? Well, I mean, compared to him, no. But, but I did you, hear you, about you, the – you heard about the package that Denver was yeah, but you're not, possibly going to put together just with not like get Sutton that, and, and a bunch of picks But if and you do that. this, you're just – our Super Bowl window, like it, it closes and you have to restart it. Yeah, well, but you should I don't have think drafted he, a court. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely it. right, but I don't know what they were thinking before that. Though. But where's Rogers' true leverage? Retirement? He doesn't want to retire. No, he doesn't. So does he truly have leverage? I don't think he does. Unless he, he has to sit out, but you're going to sit out at whatever age. What is he now? I don't even know. 38, 37. 30, how old is Aaron Rodgers these days? Good question. Let me look this up. Well, this how, really, how many years is left on his contract? Is it two or just one? 
Um, it's probably a couple. Let me see. So he's 37. He, he, he's 37. He turned 38 during the season. You don't want to lose a season at that age. So he signed, let's see here. I'm pulling up his contract. And this is very exciting stuff. Oh, he does have a potential out, it says, in 2022. Oh, well, that's not that crazy then. So I think he could play. Yeah. So I don't. Also, to, to trade a guy that clearly doesn't want to be there. Um, I don't think it's that crazy still, but it, you're I, getting really close to the beginning of the year. If they haven't pulled the trigger now, I do have to believe like you yeah. that he's going to be begrudgingly coming back and saying, okay, well, let's so do this. If he's there and he's in training camp, Robert Tanyan becomes interesting to me if, if, if his role is increased as well, you know, and that's what we're both going with Irv Smith and then Tanyan is does their role increase. And that might be some of the things we hear. Um, Logan Thomas could probably move up for me, even though know, I didn't. We had a big difference again. That'll be another thing. How what is he doing? Like how how are they using right. him with Fitzpatrick there with you know all of that? And I, you know what? I, I have a lot of guys. <laughs> this preseason training camp is Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Okay, those, those two right there. If they're going to be the, my number one it, and two to yeah, look at, how is it being used? But there's a there's like to me five guys right there yeah. that are going to be interesting. Tyler Higby, I can care less. I'm sorry. I'm just, I don't, yeah, I, 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 also, I feel like there's gonna be some hype. And I'm yeah. Yeah. I, I think John and, and, and Hunter Henry, Henry are, are going to be the two that I really want to see. I don't know if Herb Smith would move down that much for me. If I didn't hear anything about him, to be honest, he wouldn't move I down for just me. Believe in the I town. could, I could move him up a couple. Yeah. And Tanya. And I, I do agree with you because I have him pretty low. So he yep. would have to move up. Yeah. Maybe somebody like Troutman going down there, even depending on how James is. Even though. Evan Ingram, I think if no, I can't for some reason if they were like, "Wow, he looks phenomenal," blah blah. Yeah. I, I mean, I he would he it. would move up a couple, but nothing yeah. crazy. There we go. All right, tight end talk is over. Probably won't talk tight ends for a bit, so that'll do it. Overvalued, maybe undervalued next week. We'll get some you know, get some stuff to go after. Players we should target. Players we should target. All right, I'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.